I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Here's a cool fact. A crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Another cool fact, you can get short-term health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans are designed for people who are between jobs, coming off their parents' plan, or turning a side hustle into a full-time gig. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. Get more cool facts about United Healthcare short-term plans at uh1.com. This is Paige, the co-host of Giggly Squad, and I want to tell you about a company that I've been loving, Olive and June. Olive and June gives you everything that you need for a salon-quality manicure in one box. And if you break it down, it really comes out to $2 a manicure, which is absolutely insane. It's also so easy to get salon-worthy nails at home with Olive in June. The difference between how your nails used to look when you did them yourself and now with the Manny system is a complete game changer. The best thing about Olive in June, too, is it's a quick dry. Dries in about one minute, lasts for five days, and full coverage in up to one to two coats. Visit oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. That's oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. Hey, Four Center friends, make sure you're keeping up to date on all the great content from Jennifer Landa. Whether it's YouTube, Instagram, or TikTok, you whippersnappers, Four Center's own Jennifer Landa continues to bring you fun, informative, and insightful laughs and moments. 
Also, Jennifer brings her experience and perspective as a Star Wars-loving mother to her DIY projects, blogs, and more. So be sure to head on over to JennyLanda.com. That's J-E-N-I-L-A-N-D-A.com for articles like how to make your own Darth Maul sneakers or 10 unique Star Wars baby gift ideas. Follow Jen on Twitter and Instagram at Jennifer Landa and on TikTok as Jennifer Landa 1138. How would you like to look five years younger? In a clinical study, people that had volume added with Juvederm Voluma XC in the cheeks perceived themselves as looking five years younger at six months after treatment. Look younger, feel like you. Add volume for lift and contour in the cheeks with Juvederm Voluma XC. Reverse signs of aging by adding volume to smooth laugh lines with Juvederm Volur XC. For important safety information and to find a licensed specialist, visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Not for people with severe allergic reactions, allergies to lidocaine, or the proteins used in Juvederm. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. There's a risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. Talk to a licensed specialist to find out if it's right for you. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinarian developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. A lot can happen in three years, like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri Term Medical Plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget friendly coverage that lasts nearly three years in some states. Learn more at uh1.com. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number smart beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number limited edition smart bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that 
Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365 day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. The following is a presentation of the Four Center podcast feed. From the center of the galaxy, this is the Four Center Podcast Feed. Now, it's time for Spotlight Star Wars with your host, Ken Knapsack. All right, Spotlight Star Wars fans, let's get right to it. I am dying to have this conversation because I've been having it with this guest over text message this last month. And it was one of those things when you're, uh, you know, a friend with someone in L.A., at some point, one of you says, hey, we should talk about this on a podcast. And I was like, well, I got the perfect place. Please welcome back to the Four Center podcast feed, my friend, writer, comedian, and all-around scoundrel, Joe Ruggiero. Joe, welcome back to Four Center. All-around scoundrel. I like that. I'm putting that on my new business card at work. Yeah, well, good. Congratulations on a, on a recent promotion. Uh, truly moving up in the galaxy and new business cards there. Um, are they white? Are they off-white? Are they cream? What are they? Uh, Ashley, I went purple. I'm crazy. Wow. I'm, I'm, yeah, I'm really, I'm living it up. The mace window of business cards. Joe yeah, Rizzarello. exactly. <laughs> um, so, hey, as the title of this episode will probably tell you, we're going to talk about the Star Wars prequels. And yes, we, we love the prequels here at Force Center because, uh, you know, we, we created the hashtag prequelist. And yes, I say we created. I was the first to mumble it out years ago. It's on a T-shirt, but I love seeing people use it. Because it does not just belong to us. It's a vibe. It's a belief here at Force Center. And we're going to talk about him today, which is, again, not new. But here's the wrinkle. My friend Joe Ruggiero, I've known for years. We're, we're in the decades of friendship, Joe. How does that ring in your ears? We are. We've known each other for 15 years now. That's craziness. Uh, I helped our, Joe. Our, our friendship is a sophomore in high school. <laughs> that's right it grows up and it grows up and it grows up our friendship it does um, i uh context for whatever reason not that you need it on a star wars podcast but i helped uh, joe get into stand-up comedy and then joe helped bring me back into stand-up comedy the one time i did come back and then retired again and then mark ellis drug me back into it um so joe and i go way back but one of the connective threads other than just at the time uh joe is married now and i am in a happy uh, uh, healthy relationship at the time joe and i were connected by two things loneliness and star wars right joe yeah yeah which sometimes go hand in hand but you know <laughs> yeah, yeah, I, yeah. There's a little bit of that, um, but we are we are part of a generation, a generation that uh, Joseph Scrimshaw is part of as well. Jennifer landed too, and and that is the generation that went into the prequels in 1999 with a lot of enthusiasm and came out of them, even going as far as 2005, with uh, some dubious feelings. And we talk about how often how we work through them, and and here at Four Center we dive into the themes, and and we really appreciate them, and we legitimately love these films, faults and all warts and all and there are plenty but we love these films and they're star wars and we celebrate star wars here but what this is interesting to me is, is this conversation to start again start happening over text and joe you are is it fair to say you have you have gone through a giant sea change of a transition here from that generation that didn't like them to now you watch them on your own accord and you text them and you said i think i have a new appreciation for the star wars prequels Correct. That's a direct. That's a direct quote. I I'm a believer. I wasn't for a very long time. I mm -hmm. I would always 
I was always in the camp of, I, you know, I thought Phantom Menace and Attack of the Clones in particular were, were I believe I've even described them both as hot garbage. Yeah, that's right. I, I, at least, at the very least, I liked Revenge of the Sith enough not to totally dump on it. But it, even with that, you know, I, I sort of always said it was good enough that it, they sort of stuck the landing mostly but like that was as yeah. good as i would give anything yeah. and and again yeah phantom menace i'd be like you i'd hear you and and scrimshaw you know speaking their their virtues and i just think you're out of your mind and why are you saying these lies about this terrible movie but i <laughs> i rewatched them this is probably what like a month month and a half ago right. sort of on a on a whim mm. i did, didn't even it wasn't even a thing where i consciously said like I think I should revisit the the prequels. I was literally just flipping through every steam, streaming service I have and got to Disney Plus was like, ah, okay, screw it. I'm watching the prequels. And <laughs> I started watching Phantom Menace and like halfway, I think I texted you halfway through. I was like, I think, I think I'm coming around to this movie. Like they're, they're good. They're good movies. They're, I mean, you know, they're not, again, yeah. warts and all. There are still warts. I certainly still, retain some of the criticisms that I had way back in 99 when I stood in line for, I don't even know how long for the midnight showing in Westwood mm. uh, with two of my buddies and came out of it going, what, what was, what was that? Um, but I, I actually genuinely like them now. This and is it's a little confusing. This is great. I love I love that you're confused. Let's go back though. Yeah. Let's go back to that night in Westwood. Yours was in Westwood. Yeah. Midnight showing. I was asleep getting excited because in the morning I woke up early to go see it over in Winnetka, Winnetka, California, Pacific Theaters uh, 20 over there. You saw it in Westwood. Oh, yeah. So glamorous uh, life uh, that you lead over over the Westwood at the time. Um but go you back know to I'm a fancy boy. You're a fancy, fancy boy. Um, <laughs> Back to that night, and, and we've all talked. Adam Witt and I had a conversation recently. Uh, Adam Witt of the movie guys, and, and Joseph and I have talked about it too. And any that generation, like the, it's hard to maybe fully explain the expectations one would have going into that. There's been documentaries about it. Everyone knows we talk about it on podcasts. But I want to know what were you thinking in line at Westwood that night? I was. It's probably even still the most excited I've been for a new movie. Yeah. And, and you know me, like I'm, I enjoy movies, but I'm not, you know, I'm not a film guy. I'm not a, you know, so it, it, it's not like I'm one who just every movie that comes out, I'm, I becomes a part of my life or anything. But for this, I was so excited. My friends and I were just giddy. Um, and I think a lot of it was because we, you know, we were the generation who I believe I was taken to see Return of the Jedi when I was four, but I don't have a memory of it. So I didn't. So I, I have no visual of the original trilogy in the theaters. The, right. the soonest I saw those were the special editions my senior year of high school. And those troubled me. But, yeah. <laughs> but, but, you know, this was new Star Wars. Right. And and. And so we were just so excited because we were like, this is going to be our original Star Wars. You know, we're, we were right. going to have that sort of life changing 
<sighs> moment here with this movie and it was going to just be the best thing ever and blah, blah, blah. And, and then there was a, a weird Yoda puppet and yeah. <laughs> it's like, wait, yeah. wait what is, why well, isn't now, this, a, what's a yeah. trade federation? What? Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, now that Yoda puppet no more. That's what I want to talk about. And, and this is, and I love having this. I think this is the context and the realistic context. And it, and it makes where you are now even even that much more fun to talk about. But um, I, I have always addressed um, the the early on. I mean, we're talking when Obi-Wan and Qui-Gon on the Radiant 7 are being, you know, and, and the first time you see Newt Gunray and they're talking about landing. Like that's two two minutes into the movie, maybe, is the first time I went. Oh, the, I, something feels different. Oh, yeah. how soon for you? I, I, I think literally when I saw the words trade federation in the crawl, yeah, the I was just like, what, wait, what government what? things, policies. Yeah. What is this? What, what, what's happening? And then, yeah, they started talking. I'm like, are these the bad guys? What, what is this? Yeah. And, and yeah, I think that was a part of it just because they do have their own, kind of vibe and it is different yeah. from the originals granted it's part of it's because they're you know 20 years later but yeah. um but yeah, yeah. I, I think it, it it didn't take long for me to be like well right. <laughs> yeah well and look here's the thing and, and I, i've talked to about i saw it eight times in the theater phantom menace we're talking about and mm -hmm. and i Acting on some levels, you know, a roommate at the time was like, oh, no, this is great stuff. Let me talk. And he was laying out some political stuff and real world history. And, and I remember getting really excited. And then I turned away from that. I I, I was embarrassed. I, I, my other friends were like, it's horrible. I just got peer pressured into not not that I got peer pressured out of like, oh, I liked it. I better not. But I got peer pressured out of looking deeper into the movie. Mm. And, and that's what you and I are talking about, I think, is a testament to what George really did do, which is. From the word go, the opening crawl, Star Wars, episode one, the Phantom Menace, yay. So there's a trade dispute going on. It it was a gear shift that he's like, this is what I'm doing, and you're going to either come on board now or you'll get there later or maybe never. I don't care. I'm doing it. And that, that's what you and I were feeling. Yeah. And, I, you know, I think there are, when you really look at them, the, there are just more layers to the prequels than there are the original yeah. trilogy there's just there's more going on and i think that's sort of when you've watched that that original trilogy as many times as as mm -hmm. me and i'm sure every other star wars fan in existence has you you know you sort of your brain goes this is what star wars is and so then when you're presented with something that is also star wars but it's different you're like wait hold on time out wait yeah wait <laughs> Yeah. Um, yeah, yeah, but if, but then, you know, I think with repetition and perhaps distance, you kind of, I think you can really get into all of it and it's, it's, there's a lot of interesting stuff going on. I, I liken to it. I, I talk, I often, you know, and you and I are pro wrestling fans. We can throw it that way too, but also, uh, Hell and, yeah. Yeah. And music, like it is the original trilogy. Cause when you say there's more layers and more going on in the prequels, I really fully agree with you there because I look at the original trilogy as three great radio hits. And the mm -hmm. second one 
a little darker and it was a darker song, but they're, they're arena rock, they're radio singles and you get it and you hear the chords and the chorus and the hook and the bridge and you're humming and you're singing along the rest of your life. And then the band releases its next album and there's some jams and there's a song that's, uh, you know, it's like Springsteen releasing the ghost of Tom Joad. And you're like, where's born to run? Uh, yeah. and, and 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 then you kind of slowly the the melodies start to hit you the notes start to hit you, and I think that's what I keep preaching about even now with the sequel era and everything. Just like hey, go listen to the song again. Go listen to yeah. it again. You might find this, yourself tapping your toe. Yeah, this, this is George's concept record. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, it's yeah. this is the first couple ones were you know maybe a, a Green Day a dookie yeah. if you will and then the the uh prequels are rush and i yes i yes. i've had uh i've had a long conversation with the black series rebel guys uh on their uh star when they were doing just star wars shows are just like we've gone from the weezer blue album to pinkerton and and this yes. is it's the shift yes. that oh that's real. perfect that's perfect yeah 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 the original trilogy is the blue album oh, that's brilliant original yeah. trilogy is the blue album and the prequels are Pinkerton. That's outstanding. There you go. And you sing along. Yeah. You sing yeah. along to Buddy Holly. And the next thing you know, you're like, oh, let me talk about the merits of El Scorcho down the yeah. line. <laughs> yeah. Um, that's just the way it is. And kudos to George. Um, so, along, so you mentioned, like, again, you know, you were on Jedi Alliance too. You've been on Force Center. And, and, and mm-hmm. you know, you and I have a, a respect for each other. We're also comics and we'll, we'll, we'll take a swipe at each other out of love. So you oh, thought sure. it was a crazy person probably sitting there talking about, let me tell you about what's good about the prequels then. Yeah. I thought, you know, you're just kind of being a, the, not that you're a hipster. I would never, uh, oh, God. I would never mistake you for a hipster, but you were doing that thing where like, you know, this, Oh no, everybody else hates this thing. I'm going to like it. Right. You know, that, that I'm, you know, I'm going to be that contrarian. who's like, well, actually uh, the problem is that you just don't understand it. You see, if you actually, uh, yeah. view it as blah 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 and and i just because i i it's saw fair. i saw phantom menace twice in the theaters mm-hmm. that first night and then i saw it again a, kind of a week later because i needed to verify that that is what i had seen the first time <laughs> and then, that, that and then I, garbage i'm gonna go step in the garbage again just to make sure i'm gonna step on it again um and then i think i think i only saw attack of the clones and revenge of the sith once once a piece in the theaters. And then honestly, I didn't really watch either of them again until I think force awakens was going to come out. Wow. And I was like, oh, I should probably rewatch these just, but even that rewatching, I was like, yeah, these, these still kind of suck. I did. I remember saying this, I think to, to my wife who didn't care, but I think I told, I was like, you know, they still suck, but they suck less than I remember from when I first saw them. <laughs> so it sort of started then, but it, even then I, I would still be like, nah, no, nope, they're still, yeah. they're still bad. And anytime I, cause yeah, we've been, I've, every time I've been on Jedi Alliance or any show, you know, mm-hmm. if the prequels come up, you, you and, and Joseph was always, have always kind of made a point to, to say we're believers in the prequels. And I was always, even if I didn't say anything, just can I, in my mind, I was rolling my eyes at you. <laughs> judging you harshly but i i fair. i i take it back and it's mistake. fair <laughs> you know look and that's that's la you gotta you gotta grit your teeth and get through a podcast without telling the the host that you hate them i understand it's yeah it's the, 
in the business. No, and no, I know what you mean. Regarding to the hipster hipster thing, I'm anything but hip, but yeah, there can sometimes, yeah, you don't want, it, you, you know, Joseph and I even will talk, we'll even talk here. We don't want to get too grumpy and go down the other path. We don't want to be the ones uh, saying you're not up to speed with us. That's not fair. That's not the way we want to celebrate Star Wars. We get frustrated because we do think we hear, we're hearing some notes that others don't want to hear. And, and it's how we communicate that. And we, we fail sometimes. We absolutely fail. So I know what you're feeling, um, you know, and look, I'm, I'm a guy who wouldn't watch the American office for f- many years because I was like, excuse me, I watched the British office. Thank you. Breaking's <laughs> uh, not on it. I just, I'm not going to yeah. do it. Yeah. I so, I, I've been there. I understand it. I understand what you mean where, where sometimes you can be like, are these nutballs that really think that Jar Jar Binks is okay? Um, and it's fair. Yeah. And I think, Fair to, to, to talk about it, you know. Speak, speaking of Jar Jar, I had a funny moment when I was rewatching Phantom Menace. I don't know how I managed this, but I I literally forgot that Jar Jar existed. Like there was no like in my decision to watch watch Phantom Menace and then leading mm. up to it, there wasn't anything in my brain that was like, oh yeah, but Jar Jar. I was I was kind of it, it was like I blocked him, and then he showed up on the screen, and I was like, oh god, that's right, Jar Jar's a thing. Like I actually somehow completely forgot his existence until I was rewatching the movie and then was reminded of him. But yeah, I'll tell you something. But uh oh, uh oh, dot dot dot. He's got a couple really good lines. There you go. He's kind of funny. The there part when they're when they're going through the the core and he's like, "Once hey, you think we're gonna be in trouble?" That's a funny line. It is underrated comedy. We've yeah, we've been uh, watching some of the Jar Jar stuff on Clone Wars here, and it's and it's like it's it's yeah. And it, look, my respect for Ahmed Best is through the roof, and and what he went through and Jake Lug went through is another conversation. But yeah, oh yeah, and I'll tell you, watching it, um, and I hadn't even realized until I kind of rewatched uh, rewatched this most recent time what what Jake had gone through and still does. Um, yeah. You know, but yeah, it, once I kind of remembered like, oh, right, Jar Jar's in this. And then as it was kept going, I did start thinking to myself like, God, I really feel bad for Ahmed Best. Like, that's yeah. good. Lord. Just the, because I was just, I was thinking of how excited he was to get this part and be a part of this movie. And then the entire world took a dump on him. Yeah. And they still do. And I was well, like, you know, yeah, that well, was awful. I think it's I think in, in the Star Wars community, it's changed, obviously, in his involvement with the, the, the game show and his appearance at, at Star Wars Celebration 20. I, I think it's changing. I think he's feeling it. I think I'd love to. Good. I hope it, so. Yeah. And, and that's that's actually interesting, too, for those listening. Like Joe, uh, Joe has uh, managed to do something that I sometimes am envious of. You are uh, you're a big Star Wars fan who does not roll around in the fandom, so to speak. Oh, I completely detached myself from all fandom, and it's the best decision I ever made, and I'm never going back. <laughs> I just, I can't, I can't, I just, I can't, because yeah. if I, if because I know if I start again, it's just mm-hmm. gonna, you know, everything was like last last Jedi. After that, I was just like, nope, I'm done, cutting the cord. Yeah. I I will talk to you. I'll mm-hmm. talk to to Joseph. I will talk to friends in in. I mean, you know, someday when we're all allowed to hang out again, I will talk to you in person and revel in star wars but i will absolutely stay yeah. as far away from the online fandom community yeah. as i can because well, you no know, because just no for, absolutely uh, not first of all, 
first of all, don't assume that I'm letting you back over to my house, even in normal times. So that's a, that's a big assumption. That's right? fair. That's fair. I'll, can my, can my wife come over and bring me? Yeah. Well, you can wait in the car. She can uh, hang out with us at the fire pit, talk about ghost adventures and all that kind of stuff. You, you got to stay out. That works. That's, That's fine. Um, before I do want to get to the actual story here. I want to get, I want to see what started to click and, and, and where this, this came very, very organically. And the, one of the reasons I bring up, cause you had mentioned, I, yeah, it sounds like maybe you had not been tracking, you know, this past year, Ahmed best really after his suicide attempt, kind of his, that story came out uh, that back in 05 or whatever it was, you know, he almost killed himself and it just kind of was a, a screeching halt on, on, some of the conversations and now you're just dealing with a human being. Yeah. I think uh, that I, I it's, it's been great, but I, I mentioned that because yeah, you are wonderfully detached from some of the conversations, which fuels into you. You're not looking around and going, well, people are tweeting about the prequels. I think I'll give it a shot. You just sat down, like you said, and started into it. But I want to talk about the intervening years real quick here. Um, sure. And the, the vibe, the feel, you know, like what it was to just openly slag on these films and still call yourself a fan and just kind of the, the vibe atmosphere that that was a different time. The Internet, you know, we're all MySpace posting a blog about it. It's a different thing. Oh, yeah. But I think that contributed to a lot of our generation holding on to this and not letting us have any find any joy with these films. I don't think that's talked about a lot where, again, I, I've talked about how I had a deep, everyone kind of liked Revenge of the Sith, as you said, that, that mm-hmm. one was. But I kind of had a lot of things I used to secretly love about Attack of the Clones, but I felt I couldn't say it. It was that old high school peer pressure thing. And, and were, did you did you experience it as well? Like, again, I know you weren't watching them, but it's like it just was it was accepted. Oh, you want to talk about Star Wars? Let's slag on the prequels. Yeah, that was I mean, and certainly sort of in the, the circles I ran in, because, um, yeah. you know, as you well know, before you and I kind of became friends, mm-hmm. yeah, I'm kind of I'm the nerd in my group. Yeah, I'm the, yeah. I'm, the I'm the hey Joe, what's a Hawkman? Um, <laughs> so anytime, so you know, anytime the star, the prequels did come up, it was just yeah, they're they're terrible. Why would you watch them? Yeah. Let's all talk about how great the the original wars, and you know, because we've all just had our flags planted in the the original trilogy mm-hmm. is gospel, and it is. It is sacred, and anyone who suggests that anything else could possibly be as good or on its level or be a part of its universe, I will fight you. Yeah. Um, and and yeah, I any I, I I couldn't I could not understand how anyone would like the prequels. Star Wars fan or no, I just like these are they're just bad. They're just bad. And, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, and I I. And I admit it was because I, you know, and obviously in hindsight, I'm thinking it's because I didn't really give them much of a shot Mm. because I think, you know, what we were all sort of hoping and expecting when we went in was that, that, you know, magical, you know, the the choir starts singing and the heavens open and life finally has meaning moment that we all had when we first saw Star Wars for the very first time. And it didn't happen with the prequels. And so it's kind of like, well, then what's the point? Yeah. <laughs> but, you know, I think now with hindsight and everything, it's like, well, but they can also be good Star Wars movies. Yeah. And, and also like they, that can happen. And, also, and uh, you know, we're we're in the we are in the theater. And, and that's what we, you know, the, like you said, the uh, moment did not I did not hit the notes well on that. Oh, 
that, that moment. Was that? Uh, there that, you yeah, go. That's better. Uh, that was that was me choking on a donut. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. That, that moment didn't have, happen for us, and our generation did not allow for the fact that the seven-year-old two rows over from us did experience that, and we just couldn't comprehend. Yeah. We wouldn't allow ourselves to think that. Well, because Star Wars is mine, right? Yeah, it's it's ours. And and we we don't like to share. And if we don't have that magical moment, then then clearly it's wrong. Yeah. And, and, yeah. You know, but it's good to see that everyone's gotten over that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's good to see that uh, Star Wars fans have calm down and allow for everyone to have different experiences and bring their own perspectives to Star Wars. It's it's so great. Yeah. yeah. It's refreshing. It's refreshing to see that everyone has really just gotten, you know, it's just so much positivity. And I was yeah. like, yeah, we're all, we're all a part of this. We all grew up together. All right. Mm-hmm. Let's talk about this. So you're flipping along. Uh, I get it. I, you know, I, you know, it's a Friday night. You're, you're bringing up the old streaming services. You, you and the wife, uh, just like me and, and, and Grace, or do we watch another seven episodes of ghost adventures uh, with Zach and the team? Or do you watch something else? So you, you bring up uh, star Wars. You text me about halfway through. What was it? Can you pinpoint a moment, a feeling just, Clouds parted. You had a re ah moment. Like what was it? What what do you, is there a specific thing? I honestly think after kind of the the whole first part where because where you know they they're on the ship and then the the negotiations were brief mm-hmm. and then they're on the planet and they're running and they the jar jar and I was just sort of like this is fun. I'm having fun. Like I I think it was somewhere even a probably around the planet coursing where they're going through mm-hmm. kind of at that point, I was, I was like, I'm, I'm actually into this. I'm enjoying this. That's great. I, yeah. And, and I was like, I, I don't, I don't know what this means or if it's, and then I was just sort of like, is this going to last? Am I going to keep liking this? And I, and yeah, the whole way through, I mean, again, there are certainly still some, some yeah. pitfalls, but, but no, it's just, I was like, wow, this is, I like this. This is fun. It's a fun movie. And yeah, and it's just I was seeing layers that I I had never seen before. I mm. the even though now obviously I see it coming from a mile away, the Amadala reveal mm-hmm. was so well done. Mm. Yeah. You know, where where you know she finally reveals that Padme's the queen and they were all these uh you know, um the stand ins and what else I really like. I'll tell you this. I think, if nothing else, the prequels are the are the Palpatine story. Yeah, and it's told brilliantly. Yeah, that's where like, I know. Yeah. Like I know it's framed as Anakin's origin story, but if you look at it as Palpatine, it's brilliant. Oh yeah, and it pulls you in, and, and you, you 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 oddly find yourself intrigued by the old evil space wizard that you're supposed to hate and should hate. Yeah. And he's just, you know, he's, he's in everyone's ear and he's just pulling the strings and it's just so well done. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, absolutely. That, that, that's the, I'm right there with you on that there too. So what, so, all right. So you're halfway through Phantom Menace. You, you, you text mm-hmm. your old crazy friend, Ken, and he's just like, great. Like so happy. Yeah. What took you so long? Jerk. Yeah. Um, <laughs> that's you, get, oh, you remember what you texted me word for word. That's cute. Yeah. yeah they, <laughs> um, you get to the end of uh, you get to the end of the Phantom Menace, and uh, which again has a lightsaber fight that everyone can generally agree. Yeah, I liked that. Uh, there's a lot oh, of yeah. things 
you know, it's uh, Duel of the Fates is so good. I mean, it was I could just listen to that. Yeah, it was. I mean, it was it was a single. It was a rock single, for God's Mm -hmm. sake. And there was an MTV station. So that's there. So I get it. And the feelings there and boss Nass holds up the peace orb and says, and everything's happening. Um, and, and, and the, the Augie Bonzo doodog band plays, I always forget the name of, uh, of the great, uh, Gungan band at the end. Um, don't expect wh- me to tell you. <laughs> I, I wouldn't want to, um, the movie ends. What, yeah. what's, what's the thought? What's the thought? What makes you keep going? Was your were you just like that? I must have had too much to drink, hard day at work, and I'm just not in the right mind. What What do you think? I mean, I mean, I, I realized there that there was some some possibility to that, but no, I was, I, I really I think I started ha- having these reflective thoughts that you know we've been talking about of just like wow I I should have been watching this movie more often over these years, and I I really didn't give it its its due, and. Mm-hmm. And then my OCD kicked in. I was like, well, now you have to keep watching the rest of the uh, the trilogy because you've watched this one, so you can't not watch the other two. Right. That's that's insanity. Um, but yeah, no, I, I I was I sort of I kept expecting it to end, like mm-hmm. for some voice to come back and be like, no, dude, you're no, these are still terrible. You're just you're right. up, you're you're going to a weird place. But yeah. that didn't happen. No, it's it, there. I, I generally just, yeah, it stuck. <laughs> what, uh, looking ahead to, in, in the time we have remaining here, talking about Attack of the Clones, Revenge of the Sith. Again, Revenge of the Sith, I imagine you're, by that point, you're like, all right, this is, this has happened. Um, but also, I remember liking this more. That's easy. But Attack of the Clones, again, for me, has some of the stuff I struggle with the most. But you get there. What is there anything just just the layers are rolling out in front of you, the Palpatine story, the Georgeness of it all? What what uh what what about Attack of Clones? You're like, oh yeah, no, no, this is this is happening to me. It's I well, I, I think part of it because I, I also remember at the time one of my biggest peeves about it was how it was so CGI. Mm-hmm, but right. now in 2020, I don't think I'm allowed to criticize a movie for doing that anymore because mm. that's all of them. And so, mm. you know, that's not as much of a thing. It's not, not so much of a negative thing anymore. Cause I mean, look at all of these other great movies that make so much use of, of CGI that, you know, you can't, you can't criticize attack of the clones for being too CGI and then be like, and, but end game is great. You know what I mean? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so it's, it's like, no, yeah. totally. it, that just, that just doesn't hold water anymore. Um, yeah. But yeah, I that was that was the one that I remembered the least. So I actually really just felt like I was watching it almost for the first time in a lot of scenes. Yeah. You know, like there was this some scene where Obi-Wan's just on this cliff with his speeder and R2 like sending a signal and I'm like I don't remember any of this. Oh wow, yeah. And yeah, there were just these scenes coming out where I'm like I don't wait. This is what's happening um tr- truly seeing it again for the first time and probably then now then now you're hearing the notes yeah and yeah and again i'm seeing like the layers and like his journey to figure out you know what's going on who are these clones where's this jedi what's a what's a Django fett uh <laughs> you know the whole the whole part on camino is so cool yeah. um yeah it just i was like because because 
I remembered, you know, my big, just, just why I was so dismissive of it was like, oh, it was just this silly CGI nonsense. And now it's like, yeah, but actually it's not. It's a pretty, it's a pretty well done movie. And it can still sort of really creepy and, and comes yeah. on a little too strong. Sure. And probably needs to take it down a notch. But yeah. if, but if you don't get pumped when Yoda walks in and pulls mm. out his lightsaber and is like, bring it on, Dooku. Like, I don't know. I don't know what to tell you. <laughs> was there, was there a moment going back to Oh two or Oh five again, Sith's hard to include in the conversation. Cause like I said, everyone kind of admits, ah, yeah, yeah. Like I like a lot of that. But it, yeah. you, you mentioned the Yoda Dooku moment. I have said, sometimes very happy uh, happily and sometimes kind of frustrated of, Hey man, I was there, man. I was at the, at the theaters when everyone applauded and mm-hmm. to hear that that wasn't cool. And everything, it, it, it messed with my mind a little bit later on. It would get me. And, and then in my head, as I'm still quote unquote, hating the prequels or quote unquote, maybe, maybe I, I didn't hate them. I was, I was just like disappointed. But again, I didn't allow myself to take that step towards the joy that Yoda Dooku fight, um, which is not the best lightsaber fight of all of them, but it's a great one uh, in, in terms of a pop. Talk about wrestling. It's, a, it's such yeah. a pop crowd when Yoda does the run in there. Uh, I mean, you, you, did you experience that then and just sat on it and just said, I can't, nah, no, nah, I've already determined these, these, nothing's going to take me uh, down uh, from believing I don't like these. I think if I ever said something nice about Attack of the Clones, it was, well, that Yoda fight scene was pretty cool, mm-hmm. but I would, but it would be, you know, that was the exception to the rest of the movie, which was terrible. Yeah. yeah. So I, 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 you know, it was always just, there were these little moments in each of them that's like, okay, yeah, that was cool. But for the most part, boo. Whereas yeah. now taking into a whole, and also I think being older and, and also sort of being able to re-examine even just the original trilogy and sort of seeing some of the holes there, like, you know, you know, they aren't, I mean, obviously they are classics and, and sacred, but there's some stuff. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, yeah. Some yeah. Things there. But, you know, I, 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 it's only over the last few years that I've realized just what a whiny little turd Luke Skywalker is in the first one. Like, <laughs> Oh my God, he's so annoying. And just stop whining, but that's but that's a whole other rabbit hole. Um, yeah. But you know, I think just just really, I think I was just in a mindset where I was like, I'm not, I'm gonna forget everything I've ever thought, I'm gonna ignore everything I've ever heard. Just I'm just gonna watch these movies and just experience them and go from there. And in that mindset, I was able to be like, you know, they're good. There's there really is there they have a lot to offer it it yeah I, I keep coming back to that concept record uh analogy there's a yeah. there's a lot more notes being played but a lot of them are good some of them are a little off key but some of them are good there's still the notes yeah so going so you finish all the movies and we've been texting and everything and and i want to know you i mean again you're you're a you're a 80s kid you are this mm-hmm. you grow up whether yeah you know uh, a couple I'm a couple years older as, as my uh, gray and my beard will, will tell you but we are the same we're the same generation we are the same yeah uh, I'm seven when I'm seeing Return of the Jedi in the theater you're four that I still grew up with a mostly VHS like you know what I mean that that's yeah. most of my experiences is, is with it if I'm being honest 
Um, oh yeah, I had the I had the VHS box set, and I now have the DVD non-special edition box set, which I will take to my grave because good. it's it's glorious. Yeah. So so now, as a fan now, um, as we start to wrap the wrap up this interview here, uh, how does where are you at now, man? How does this make you feel as a longtime Star Wars fan? to maybe be more fully connected than you ever have before. Again, not that you, you're not podcasting seven hours a week. You, you, you've made better life decisions than I have. Uh, kidding. I love force center. You're all the best. Um, <laughs> but you know what I mean? Like, how does it feel? What does it feel like now to be just fully connected to, to what's going on? It's good. Cause you know, there's just, there's more to more to experience and, you know, cause they were always just sort of the, the, mm-hmm the black sheep of, of the star Wars world. And, you know, and I, you, you invited them to the wedding. You just didn't go talk to them at the table. <laughs> yeah. And just like, all right, we're, we're here. We'll put them at the table in the back. Yeah. You know, we'll do a quick, we'll wave to them from the table next to it, but we aren't going to go over and talk to them. Well, wait uh, a minute. That was, that was me at your wedding. I was at that table. Wait a I, second. Oh uh, yeah. I didn't, I didn't want to bring that up, but oh, we'll yeah. talk later. Um, <laughs> yeah, no, it's it's awesome because yeah, I now you know anytime mm. I've ever done like a Star Wars rewatch when I had to do the prequels, it was a chore, and now I will, I'm sure I will voluntarily watch the prequels just out of fun because again, now I want to, I sort of want to make feel like I would need to make up for lost time and kind of really try to get to know them on the same level that I mean, obviously mm. it'll always be different because. Yeah. Of when I, you know, came to experience all these things, but still just be, you know, have them really be as a part of, of my Star Wars canon to use, mm-hmm. to use lingo. That's hip. Um, Partly time. Yeah. Yeah. Um, no, it's good. I, I'm, I'm, I'm very glad I did. I, again, I, I honestly, even on a very minor level, feel slightly ashamed for have taken so long, but yeah, whatever. <laughs> Um, nah, I get, I get over more. that part very quickly. <laughs> okay. I know, I know you, there's a lot more things in your life to be ashamed of. Um, but yeah, no, um, yeah, I'm no, I, I line by myself right now. Come on. Like that's a whole other, that's not it. Um, um, no, I love, I love what you just said. I love the, the, the way you phrase it, like getting, you know, you, now you're going to get to know them better. Like you've yeah. sat down at the table and you're like, tell me about you prequels. Mm-hmm. Tell me, about you. Yeah. tell me who you are. Share your story with me. I love that. I love hearing you. You said, um, but this is all I, and I have, I have cited you. I think sometimes my name sometimes just in general, general generalities. I can say, I'm not drinking wine at home alone. Um, <laughs> often, often my tongue does not do what I want it to do. Giggity. Um, so, um, <laughs> Oh, Solo's an example. Solo's an example. Yeah. Movie I love. And you, I remember it came up, um, you know, life's busy. We, we don't, we're not seeing each other every week, like in the stand-up days or when we both were single days. I get, I get that. But yeah, at some point, long after the movie had come out, you're like, oh yeah, I haven't, I haven't seen that yet. Um, yeah. I, you know, it, it was a victim of the news cycle um, and fan reaction. I was like, nah. I, I I don't I don't feel a need to, but then I you'll be proud of me. I ended up watching it, and that's a fun movie. I liked it. There you go. <laughs> I want to watch that one more because you know now I've only seen it once, so I don't oh, <laughs> I yeah. remember. Uh, yeah, uh, but, brother. Yeah, it's 
Yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah. And, and, but, and I would say that as an example, and again, this is part of why I understand Solo as a Star Wars movie. We just covered Alden Ehrenreich in the news recently on Force Center talking about, like, look, it, it, it didn't do well for a Star Wars movie, and there's, you know, the budget uh, was part of that, but, but it did well for a movie. And uh, yeah, that, that's just, um, you were an example of someone who, again, like you, you named your cat Lando, you grew up with star Wars, you, yeah. Prequel stuff aside, you still were a star Wars fan. You wear the t-shirts. I I know you, you know, I've been to conventions with you. You're a star Wars fan and you didn't see it. And and so that, that does show me that, yeah, there was a marketing failure there, the news cycle you said, and then there that's, that's part of it is, is the way you talk about these films. It doesn't mean to me, it doesn't mean that you can't like them. I just, the, 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 the railing on it from a negative point of view does rob joy from others who might experience the joy if they allow yeah. it. Yeah. Well, yeah, cause that's, that's the thing. Like you, you know, you just want to watch a movie. Like at yeah. the end of the day, you just want to watch a movie and you hope it's good. But yeah. a lot of the criticism and the things that come out over these movies are just so much more. And, make things so much more complicated than they need to be and it and it, it's it's exhausting and, and i think that was part of it where i was like i just i don't even want to get into it because i didn't want to watch the movie and because then i would have an opinion on it and then i'd have to be like okay so how do i really feel about it you know i just i i didn't want to do it but um yeah. thankfully i i ended up, you know, enjoying it. And I wasn't, but also even if I hadn't, I would have gotten over it quickly because I, sure. they're movies. Like at the yeah. end of the day, it's just a movie. Yeah. But, there, um, there you suggest that. Uh, <laughs> I know. I know. My, uh, sorry. You can, you can uh, edit that out. Right. Uh, uh, you know, I'm going to leave your sins in for all to see. Uh, no, I love, no, I love that. No, it, it means a lot. You know, I, I get what you're saying. Like that's, yeah, you uh, know what I'm saying. yeah, no, that was, that's definitely it. So, um, no, I'd love to hear it. And, glad, and yeah, please, I, I definitely think you should spend some more time with that there. But I just think it's an inter- yeah. interesting perspective. And and I love having you come here to Force Center to talk about it, uh, of just like... Um, well, I'm glad to be here. And we are uh, we are all in agreement that Rogue One is amazing, right? There's no one... Because I'll fight yeah. somebody for that. You'll f- oh, see, there you go. No, no, oh. I think, it, it, you know, obviously. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, uh, but there, there's okay, a case yeah. That's where I can I can go, yeah, you know, there's some things in the, I don't know, the second act sometimes can, da, 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 da. but, you know, I, I connect to the emotions and the feels before the deep themes and Joseph and I dig in and, and all those kind of things. I love doing that. But I always yeah. said, like, that, I love that you said that, Joseph, uh, jo, jo, so you're Joe, that's Joseph. Um, I love that you said that, Joe, because that does wrap up this so well. It goes back to that. It goes back to, me in 99, you in 99. And yes, the notes were different, but there was things in there that we probably went, Oh yeah, but I like that. And we didn't allow that. We didn't yeah. allow that to happen. Um, where we don't connect to the emotional stuff first. Cause that's what star Wars should, should do. And rogue one did that. And for me and for a lot of people. And then I started on the second viewing. Cause you know, there, again, there's going to be things in every movie where you go, Oh, maybe that, this and that, and that, but you start hearing the stories and, the the first time I saw Rogue One, I'm like balls, uh, balling, balls, balls, and balling, ball, <laughs> balling my eyes out of joy. Balls. <laughs> I mean, balls. One of my friends yells that a lot, so maybe that's what I thought. Well, you know, uh, uh, oh yeah, Lo- I, I, Lo- I know that friend. <laughs> yeah, yeah, Logan X. Um, yeah, so uh, you know, my emotion, and then by the second one, I was like, oh well, wait a minute, the reshoots. How come that scene wasn't in there? The behind the scenes stuff. Oh, and he, 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 dumping all that stuff into your head and then the second time you see it 
you, you don't allow yourself to connect to that joy. And that to me, looking back for my generation, your generation was part of the battle with the prequels. Doesn't mean, yeah. you know, uh, as Adam Witt said here in Force Center recently with us, you know, movies, a lot of things. And one of the, some of the things can be less than the others, but it's a lot of things and find the things you love. Um, and that's what I love. And I'm glad you brought that up. Um, just my personal experience with, with, with Rogue One and, and your unmitigated joy for it. So I love it, man. Thank you for sharing your Star Wars story. That's what we love doing here at Force Center. And I'm so glad that we can have a prequel party when this Hell is yeah. over. We'll do it. Yeah. Maybe. Dude, you got a nice size backyard. Let's, let's uh, you know, let's set up well, a projector. I have a little... We could do that, or or I was going to say maybe you and I could just get some lightsabers and reenact some lightsaber fights. Uh, white people, namely our wife, uh, your wife, my girlfriend, stares at us um, and wants to join in. Grace is a better sword fighter than me. Uh, I think maybe you and I should just do that. What do you think? I, I love that idea. Um, I I might have to stay at your place after that because my wife will leave. Oh, okay. She'll That's just fun. leave. She won't leave me, but she'll just she'll leave. She'll be like, you, yeah, you guys you guys do that. I'm going to go home. Well, we'll work um, on that. <laughs> you, right. you try working on it. I, I gave up a while ago. <laughs> uh, you didn't give up on star Wars. You didn't give up I on the, didn't. So, I never, uh, I love it. I love it. My friend. Uh, thanks for coming uh, back to Force center. I love hearing about you, uh, your star Wars adventures. Love checking in with you here. Uh, I always say, you know, this is the point where they can follow you, but, uh, you're not, uh, You've, no. you, you're not playing the social media game uh, that much, you know, nope. uh, God bless you for it. Yeah. No, I listen, if they want to try to add me on Instagram, I might add if they don't look too yeah. weird, but I probably won't. So just, just live your life. People, you live your life. I'm going to live mine. Watch the prequels. There you go. You heard it there from Joe Ruggiarello. All right. Thanks to everyone. Listen here, a special bonus episode of Spotlight Star Wars. If you want to uh, join the conversation, just go to at Force Center Pod on Twitter. Use hashtag Force Center or the hashtag Spotlight Star Wars. You can follow us on Instagram, Facebook, and YouTube. Where we're putting up new videos there, more content over there. You can always go get merch at tpublic.com slash user slash Force Center. And don't forget, you can support us on Patreon, patreon.com slash Force Center. But as I always say, the best way to support just give us a like a subscription a rate a review all those things where they apply all right thanks again to joe ruggiero thanks to george lucas for those prequels we'll see y'all <laughs> next time here on spotlight star wars Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Planning for your next trip? 
Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50% to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. When you make decisions for your company, you look for the no-brainers. And if you have a lot of mailing to do, stamps.com is the ultimate no-brainer. It streamlines your processes to make your business more efficient, which makes you less busy. Mail checks, invoices, legal documents, and everything you need to keep your business running with Stamps.com. Seamlessly connect with every major marketplace and shopping cart. Schedule package pickups and see your cheapest and fastest shipping options from different carriers. With rates up to 89% off USPS and UPS rates. And with the Stamps.com mobile app, you can take care of mailing and shipping wherever you are. Make the same no-brainer decision as over 1 million other businesses with Stamps.com. Sign up with code PROGRAM for a 4-week trial, plus free postage and a free digital scale. No long-term commitments or contracts. That's Stamps.com. Code PROGRAM.